0: Hello everyone, thank you for checking out today's episode of Hardball Sports Talk, brought to you by Hardball Sports Media. My name is Brandon, and today we're going to be talking about the Detroit Red Wings, who, not going to lie, did not have a great week record-wise. But, that does not change how I feel about this team at all. I still think this team is a good young team. I don't think this is a playoff team, and I think I've been clear about that this entire season. But, we're not going to be all doom and gloom today. The Winks did lose all their games this week, which is kind of crappy, but we're not going to be all doom and gloom. There was a few things this week that I really liked about this team, and before we even talk about the games, I want to talk about the things I liked about this team this week. Number one, Moe Sider is a stud, and I've been saying that basically all year with him, and I understand that, but there was plays this week where he's just making plays that veterans make, and there was a huge hit in the Dallas game, which we'll talk about that game in a little bit, uh, that reminded a lot of us of Nick Cronwall. That's how good of a hit this was, guys. And it's just fun to watch him play. Uh, Raymond is slowing down a little bit, the other big rookie stud we have. But he's still playing really good hockey. He may not be getting the points that he got earlier this year uh, at the rate he was. But he's still making really smart plays. So... Yes, the record is not what we wanted this week, but there were signs of this team. You know what? This team's getting good, and they're going in the right direction. Again, not win-loss we'll record-wise this week was good, but we're going to look for the positives, and that's what kind of what we have to do as Wings fans right now, or any Detroit sports fans for that matter. Um, I think the Wings are closer than the rest of the teams in Detroit. Uh, I think that's pretty obvious just looking at things. Um, but it's really exciting to be a Wings fan, but at the same time, we have to understand where the team is. This team is not a playoff team. This team will probably be two or three teams back from the playoff spots, my guess is, but this team is exciting to watch, and they're in the games, and that's really all you can ask out of them is to be have a spot at the end of the game to win the game. For example, the first game this past week was against the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Wings didn't have a great game against the Blue Jackets, but going into the last minute or so of the game, they were only done by a goal. And they ended up losing the game by, because uh, Columbus scored an empty netter, so they lost 5-3. to three. But the Wings really, for not having their best game, they played not bad hockey. Now, granted, Columbus is not the cream of the crop hockey team here, Uh, They are 8-5 on the season, so they're not terrible, or they were at the time I was playing us anyways. Uh, So, you know, not a bad game for the Red Wings. Uh, For the Red Wings, goal scoring, Dylan Larkin got a goal from Lucas Raymond. Rasmussen got a goal from Domestikoff and Horonic, and Raymond got a goal from Larkin and Bertuzzi. So, again, the top line is producing, which is what we need them to do, and we got a goal from the third third or fourth line. I'm not sure exactly... that's the third or fourth line with Rasmussen and Mestikov. I believe it's the third third line. With all that being said, allowing four goals and then an empty netter to Columbus is not ideal. But again, you know, if we're a young team that's still learning. Uh, so that's game one this week. Game two, you know, back-to-back, uh, which is always tough, especially on the road. Uh, this one is at Dallas, and Dallas jumped out to a 3-0 lead. Uh, Zadina, though, got the Red Wings on the board. Uh, from Gagne and Stahl, and then Larkin, uh, from Raymond and Sider to make it three to two, Uh but the third period. Uh, Dallas got a couple of goals, including an empty netter towards the end of the game. Our good old friend Luke Glendening got a couple of, or got an assist, excuse me, for the Stars. Uh, good to see him having a good season. Uh, but really tough game there, especially back to back from Ohio to Texas. Uh, they are professional athletes, uh, but. It is still challenging to travel like that. Uh, and then on Thursday, the team played the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, and again, slow shot for the Red Wings. Uh, the Golden Knights scored two goals, uh, both of them in the second period, to take a 2-0 lead. Uh, and then Giovanni Smith scored a goal from Larkin and Fabry. So Larkin had a really good week. Uh, but then Vegas scored three unanswered goals before Joe Valeno ended the game to make it 5-2. Uh, so, really good week here for Larkin. Uh, and then Saturday night, uh, they lost 2-1 to to Arizona, which we're going to talk about that game the most because that's pretty much the only game I was able to watch this week because of scheduling conflicts and stuff. Uh, but Larkin scored, really, like I said, a really good week for Larkin. Uh, assist from Raymond. Uh, the goal was a beautiful goal. And that was the only goal. That was in the first period until the third period when Arizona scored. And then in overtime... Arizona scored a goal that was controversial. And if, you live, if you've if you listened to my other podcasts, or, and I don't know if I've talked about it on this specific Red Wings talk, but I don't like blaming the refs for stuff. I think you can't put yourself in a position to let the refs decide the game. And that's exactly what the Red Wings did, was you go into overtime and a bad call could screw you over. Uh, but I tried to like have this mindset of you can't blame the officials for stuff that happens in the game. With all that being said, their last goal should have never counted. So Nedeljkovic was playing goalie, by the way, Nadalkovich really good season. Um fun to watch. Same with Christ, they've both been really good for us this year. Uh this week wasn't a great week for anybody on the Red Wings, but those weeks are going to happen in hockey, especially for a young team. <clears throat> but, anyways, Nedeljkovic appeared to have been, was close to catching the puck. Uh, and then it looks like, to me anyways, a Stars player swung his stick, trying to hit the puck out of midair, and got Ned's glove. And then the puck squirted in front of the net. And Phil Kessel, it looks like he was pushing Nedeljkovic out of the crease with his stick. That, it looks like he was pushing his left leg out of the way, and then Arizona scored. Does Nedeljkovic make a save on that play? I really don't know. Like, I mean, it would have been a really impressive save if he did, but he wasn't even given the opportunity to move. And I don't understand this rule. There are some things in sports I do not understand with the rules and stuff like that, and this is one of them. You are not allowed to challenge in hockey in the last minute of the third period and any of overtime. Now, I don't get it because they changed the rules and challenges for coaches. It used to be, I believe, anyways. I know this is the case in college, and I think it was the case in the NHL. It used to be if you lost the challenge, you lost your timeout. Now it's if you lose the challenge, you get a two-minute delay of game penalty. So if the penalty is two-minute delay of game, does it really matter when the challenge is? It's not like football where timeout's on the line. It's literally a penalty, and so they wouldn't let the and the red wings look at it uh they did take a look at it out of courtesy for the red wings but they didn't really look at it that long and to me it was an obvious goalie interference i am biased though i'm a red wings fan but i when i watch replays i try to my best take my feelings for the team out of it i really do uh, it doesn't matter what sport doesn't matter who's playing i always look at the play and try to figure out, okay, what's the call going to be? Not what do I want the call to be, but what's the call going to be? And I'm watching this, and I'm like, there's no way that's a goal. No way. And yet it stood. And I don't get it. It makes no sense to me. It baffles my mind. But that is what they called, and the Red Wings lost. Uh, And again, I'm not blaming that call and the loss. Uh, But it did not help the Red Wings. Uh, this week, the Red Wings have a slow week ahead. Uh, so hopefully the boys can get some rest up here. Uh, they have the next two days off. They're off today and tomorrow before they play the St. Louis Blues. And then they play the Buffalo Sabres at home. Both games are home games. Uh, it's Wednesday and Saturday. Uh, the Blues on the season are 9-6-2. Uh, they're 5-3-1 on the road. Uh, which this game will be played at Little Caesar Caesars Arena. Uh, their leading goal point score is Jordan Corral. Uh, he also leads the team in goals. He's got 18 points and 8 goals. Uh, and then Robert Thomas has the most assists with 14. Uh, let's look at their goalies situation. They got Jordan Bin- Binnington uh, in their net. Uh, he had a really good rookie season the year that they won the Cup. But ever since then... He hasn't been the same, and there's always clips of him online uh, having a little temper tantrum. Uh, I've seen multiple clips of him pushing players on the other team when he's leaving the ice and stuff like that. One thing, I'm not an expert on goalies or anything like that. Now, I did play high school soccer, and I was the goalie. That's my experience with goalie position, so it's not the world's greatest uh mindset or authority on goalies and i understand that but even at that level you understand this a goalie has to be clear in the head like they can't get too high and they can't get too low that's when goalies fall apart is when they get too low and when you get too high then they're, you're just going to crash that's what's going to happen and again, I understand my level of high school soccer is way different than playing NHL hockey. I get that, okay? Like, I'm not stupid. I understand there's a whole lot of levels and even different sports. and But I understand, like, we're comparing apples to oranges here. But it's all the same mentally. A goalie just has to stay calm. The Like, think about it, the most powerful goalies of all time or the best goalies of all time. You have Dominic Hoshik, who... Yeah, he was aggressive and stuff like that. But he always stayed calm mentally. Now, there are exceptions to the rule. Patrick Waugh was a hothead. But, again, he stayed calm and stuff like that for the most part. like During the game and stuff like that. Now, he did get into fights and the collapse in Montreal and stuff like that. And that's going to happen. But it seems like it happens way too often with Bennington. That's just my opinion. I don't watch St. Louis too often. But that's just my opinion on him. Uh, so far, in the air, Bennington is six and five with two losses and a nine twelve save percentage with a two eight five goals against average. Uh, his backup is Vili Huso. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that one wrong. Uh, he is two and zero with one shutout, point five zero save per- or goals against average. Excuse me, and a nine eighty four save percentage. Uh, Small sample size there, but, you know, really productive. Uh, Bennington's not even having a bad season statistically-wise. I just had to get my two cents on him. Uh, when he was a rookie, I don't remember the problems like we're having now with him getting pulled and swinging his stick out of other, other team's players. And there was a clip where I don't remember who it was, but the arena that they were at, the backup goalie, there's a couple of reasons that they NHL like this, does not sit on the bench sits on basically where the Zamboni comes out in that area. And Bennington was heading to that corner, which for in that period was on their side of the ice. And for the life of me I don't remember who it was, but he started attacking the other team's goalie. Like, you gotta keep your cool. You didn't get suspended doing stuff like that. Uh, so the Red Wings, though, uh off the rabbit trail here, uh, they have the blues on Wednesday and then on Saturday they're playing the Sabres. Uh, the Sabres are uh, in a very similar boat as the Red Wings, but uh, I think they're a little farther behind on the rebuild than the Red Wings are. Uh, they're 7-7-2 and on the season. Uh, they're led by Rasmus Asplund in points. He's got 10. Victor Olofsson has 5 goals, and Colin Miller has 7 assists. Uh, for the goalies, for the Sabres this year, they have Craig Anderson and Dustin Tokarski um, starting 15 games combined, and then Aaron Dell has gotten some game action for them. Their third goalie. Uh, as a unit, they have a 9-10 save percentage, uh, so respectable. Anderson has the best out of 9-21. Uh, their goals against average as a team is 3.06. Again, Craig Anderson is at 2.50. Uh, so Anderson is the better goalie, but Tokarski has gotten the most games. Uh, I'm not sure if there's an injury or anything like that. That's why they have three goalies on the record. Um, let's look that up real quick, actually. One second. So I just looked. Sorry for the little rabbit trail there. I just looked, and there are no injuries to their goalies on this list that I have right now, according to ESPN's website. Uh, so I'm not sure exactly why they've used three different goalies this year. Uh, Maybe they're just looking for consistency, but if you're having Anderson with those numbers, especially with where you're at as a team, I don't know how you can get much better than that. Uh, So the Red Wings here, really important week for this team. Uh, The St. Louis game uh, is a really big game for them, uh, especially right before Thanksgiving. Uh, I will say the Red Wings probably split this week. I think they'll beat uh, Buffalo on Saturday and lose to St. Louis on Wednesday. That's just my gut feeling. Um, I hope they win both games, obviously. Uh, This team needs a couple wins to get back on track here. Uh, But that is all I have for you guys today. I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, For Hardball Sports, this week we will have... Well, today is Monday. We have the Red Wings talk, which is what you're listening to right now. On Wednesday, we'll talk about the Lions, uh, who lost on Sunday to the Cleveland Browns, unfortunately. Uh, They kept it close, though, which is... I guess good, but you know they got to get that first win, and then on Friday, we'll talk about the Detroit Tigers a little bit. uh we'll probably talk about a little bit off topics off of the Tigers, and then we'll do the YouTube video uh normally, that's been coming out about four o'clock or so on Thursdays, but with it being Thanksgiving, we'll have it out Thursday morning for you guys uh so be on the lookout for all that. um I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving this week. Uh, If you don't listen to anything else and you listen to this one only, uh, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. I will say that the rest of the week, obviously, too. Um, But I'm going to go on a little bit of a side note here. So if you guys are Black Friday shoppers, I have nothing against that or anything like that. But please don't go shopping on Thanksgiving Day. It's just one of those things. I work in retail. Now fortunately my boss gives us the day off on Thanksgiving. But I've had friends that work in Walmart and the Coles and different places like that. And they have to work on Thanksgiving Day. Guys, I just please don't go shopping on Thanksgiving, uh, for Christmas presents or Black Friday shopping or anything like that. Um, just be respectful of other people's families and stuff like that. Uh if you guys absolutely need to go to the store, I understand that, but try not to try to get everything done you need to before Thursday. Uh, just so all the employees can spend Thanksgiving with their, fri- with their friends and family. Um, with all that being said, if you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, email the show at hardballsportstalk at gmail.com. Uh, be sure to like us on Facebook and Instagram. Links to flows are in the description. And be sure to check out the YouTube channel. Uh, again, I hope you guys have a great day and a happy Thanksgiving. I uh, will talk to you later.